It's about time someone gets real. Bro, are you sure we're even supposed to be listening to this? Welcome to the Church Misfit Podcast with motivational and thought-provoking content designed to push you further personally, professionally, and spiritually. If this don't move you, you might be dead. Here's your host, Catalyst Collective founder, Joe Elliott. Welcome to the Bad Old Book Club. To the Bad, are we saying it, Book Club? No, we are not. We are not. Children's Book Edition. Welcome to Church Misfits, Children's Youth Edition. Yep, the Badass Book Club. (laughs) I thought we weren't saying (laughs) it. Oh, we'll we'll edit that out later. That did not last long. Hey, this week, we are here with author Gunnar Rogers tackling kids' book, Chuck's Chair. Chuck's Chair. It's a real thing now. Kind of crazy. I actually still haven't read it cover to cover. Really? It's too. You it's, have, wait. You haven't read your own book. Well, I mean, I've read it. Hold on, people. We'll be right <laughs> back. <laughs> I mean, I've read it a lot, a lot, a lot for uh-huh. two and a half years. But once I finally got like an actual copy in my hand, I started crying and thought, "Well, I'm not gonna be able to read that." So it's just, just tear-soaked pages. It just sits That's, sits on my dinner table. Sometimes I'll look at it like, "Okay." It's it's here. This is nice. Just sitting looking at the book crying. I mean, that's pretty much my experience too. <laughs> um, <laughs> it took you a while. I had a copy before you had a copy. That's it. I actually checked this the other day. So this is the weirdest thing. When it came out, I think it was a. Once it was available on Amazon, I didn't know about it. Am I? I didn't know about it, and the team that helped put it together didn't know about it for like twenty four hours. Was this like a leak, like a whoopsie? I don't even know. I like just somebody know. found it under a mattress at a. This is this is what happens when your publisher is the crack addict that yes, you found exactly. last week. He said, "I have a hookup. Yeah. I know yeah, someone that no. knows someone." Yeah. Um, yeah, but you get what yeah, you pay for. Yeah, I got exactly what I paid for, and so my wife pops in. She's like, "Chuck's chair is on Amazon." I said, "Wait, I checked that two hours ago, and it wasn't available." And but yeah, then went to order it, and mm-hmm. it just had a red X and said, "We can't ship it to your place." <laughs> and so for two weeks, I tried to ship it to my own apartment and couldn't. So my lovely mom sent me a copy. So shout out Kelly uh, Rogers. Shout out mom. Yeah. Well, okay. So before we dive into like what it's like to be a ch- children's book author, um, <laughs> is that weird? Okay, tell me if this is bad or not. Yeah. Like children's book author, dude? Question mark pedophile. That, is that, is that I, what comes I, to your mind? So I had a mustache before we made this podcast. Yeah, you did. There's they a did. reason like, the mustache. Because why is it the is it the world we live in? But the first thought that comes to my mind is why is a dude writing to children? What's wrong with him? That a little bit, yeah. I I would be lying if I said I haven't had that insecurity for the past two years. Because <laughs> okay. I feel like most dudes, especially younger, are like I'm going to be an entrepreneur and write the next book on how to sell, mm-hmm. and they're full of shit. Yeah. But you're yeah. like, I just love I'm the like, children. I just love kids, and so here's a children's book. And that's weird to say at a cocktail party, so it's kind of been in the back pocket <laughs> for quite a while. Okay, like, thanks for coming. Yeah. Okay, okay. So was there a kid's book that inspired you, or is this, it, was this a childhood dream? It, it was indirect in a lot of ways. Um, I was really chubby as a kid. I don't know if anyone else out there was a little chubby as a child, but I, I was, was, and it was, and I still am. It was enough that it was mentioned in a mean way by other classmates a couple of times, and so it was really upset about that all the time, and didn't think I'd ever be cool. But my mom would read me uh, "You Are Special" by Max Lucado, mm-hmm. and 
just had a lot of impact on my life at the time, but then completely forgot about it until I had the idea for this book and realized, oh, this is basically You Are Special, just a different iteration of it. So I think it indirectly, directly had a bit of an impact there, but then also uh, falling in love with like uh, the Chronicles of Narnia growing up, The Hobbit, a couple of different more children's books that were a little bit longer than this one but still have always loved children's literature just because it's simple it's fun to read sometimes it's a lot more beautiful than american novels that are trying to be beautiful and aren't so still had a bit of a tie there but all right this yeah. book is like lord yeah. of the rings and the hobbit <laughs> it's, yeah it's got and its own language it's rolled into one this is all the cimmerillion and the, the world building has started so okay, okay let me jump tuned. in here because if yeah. you're if you're watching and listening and you've you've been listening to us for a while you're like maybe thinking why do i need to listen to this dude talk about a children's book i don't know how this connects with me and let me just tell you uh this Although this was written for children, this is a message in here that I think we all need to hear. Mm -hmm. All of us need to hear it, right? And so, um, one, I, I love your story because you are definitely not who I picture as a prototypical children's author. I'm not either. Right? And so I love that. I love the message in the book. And I think, I think if you stick with us to the end... I think you're going to be really inspired um, by, by maybe what you think you're capable of, but aren't sure you're capable of, and just have that that nudge to just go do it. Because I feel like you must have been wrestling with this for a while, and then was just like, at some point, you're like, screw it, I'm just doing it. Yeah, oh, it was definitely so. It was almost three years ago now. I was interning in a startup in Austin. It was my first summer away from youth camp, and. Some conversations I was having with my now wife about just how we see value, how we perceive our own value, especially in comparison to others, which comparison is even joy. I hope that everyone knows that. And read in Ephesians 3.21, I believe. I'm not the guy that memorizes verses, so tag me in the comments if you know where it is. But it said, for you are the workmanship of God intended for his good works as from the beginning. And that gave this whole vision of a carpenter and how passionate they are about working with wood and what that process is like and how if they were to start by going out in the woods and finding the right tree, they're not going to cut down any tree, mm -hmm. but it's the tree that they see their creation in and they're so excited about what they're set out to make. And it's this backbreaking, grueling process, but it's a labor of joy. Like they don't feel pain or sweat or ache from it as you think you would it's like the the closer they get to the finished product the more energized they are by it they're not exhausted and i had that idea and just in that moment in the place i was living um thought okay i'm gonna write a children's book about that had never written a book had never thought about being a children's author at all but had that inkling but that definitely did not align or go with any of the other ideas i had for my life at all and so it was a really sheepish, shy pursuit from there because it just did feel, it felt right to write it and to pursue it, but it also at the same time felt very, not even counter to who I am at all, but it just felt like, is this... But you didn't grow up thinking, I want to no, be a children's I, I book author. Yeah, I didn't grow up yeah. thinking that. And, I, and that also felt weird because I read into the publishing process because it was like, mm -hmm. I'm going to publish this book. This mm -hmm. This is meant to be out there in some way but also knew like there's thousands of people out there that from the time they were they could think we're like i'm gonna be an author i'm gonna be a children's book author i'm gonna be the next 
Max Lucado, Shel Silverstein, C.S. Lewis, who, whoever it might be, and that, that was never me. And so it almost even felt like unfair in, in some ways to pursue that, but there was a bit of obedience at the same time of like, I know I want to do this. I know there's a desire here. I don't think there's a gift here, and I don't think that there's necessarily a clear path, but I've, I've got to at least start. Um, and that just started this process of like every three or four months, I would pull it out of the drawer and try and make the children's version of this story. Because when it came out, it was not that. It was very descriptive and bad. It just it wasn't written well. No one would like it. Um, but it was this long process, partially because it was like I would have to put it away for three months to decide it was even worth it to write it again yeah, you, it, you're, you're you're describing beautifully almost the process of a creator right idea inspiration doubt uncertainty um you know neglect the idea you know and then repick it back up and like and then eventually like you've got to push yourself through that mm-hmm. in order to just do it yeah and and get started and get it done and and you did and so that yeah. process start to finish was how long you said it was totaled almost three years probably two and a half more mm-hmm. to the date uh, especially it all came to a head when i was living in abilene the best place to have a mm-hmm. lot of time on your hands especially mm-hmm. when your fiance is out of town and it had been that you know every three months doubt belief inspiration right put it back um and finally just thought you know what i'm by on a Friday night, I was like, I'm going to make it to the point that I think it's good enough. Hire an illustrator on Fiverr in Indonesia to illustrate it in 12 hours. And I'm going to put it on Amazon myself. Mm-hmm. And I did it. Mm-hmm. And it was honestly just a relief to put it out there. But then I didn't say anything about it other than to my wife. So mm-hmm. it was just floating out there on Kindle Direct Publishing. No one knew about it. Mm-hmm. So in a way, I look back and I think, well, what was the point? if I didn't even share about it. Cause I think there is a weird tension, but also reality of when you create anything, you've got to have the, the, you know, what's to talk about it. You've got, if you believe in it, you've got to share it so mm-hmm. that other people can experience it, experience what God has given you the gift to share with the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but luckily uh, another guy that we work with had a conversation with him about wanting to get this book into the hands of millions of kids and he read it and said, okay, told our, our, our owner about it. And he said, okay, let me tell him the story. I told him, he said, okay, I'm going to publish that, give you a team to do it, and we're going to make it happen. And now it's out there. Well, we're going to jump back in. We're going to share some of our favorite parts of this book and ask and get into the to meat of it. Um, but before we do, Zach and I have a fun game we want to play. <laughs> With each other or all three of us? No, no, no. You're no. welcome to join. Yeah, you're welcome oh, yeah. to join. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. Just y'all um, smiles are really... I'm in I, the middle of this. I do not know yeah. what's about to happen. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So we're we're going to... I'm I have selected some literature from my childhood, okay. which is literature, very... Not just books. Yeah, literature. literature from my childhood, okay. which is very Classics. meaningful to me, right? Yes. And... Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal them one at a time. Okay. And um and you're gonna tell us whether your book is better or worse <laughs> than my piece of literature. Okay. 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 Are, Are some you ready? Softballs or is this a serious thing? I don't know. Sometimes I don't know what direction we're going. Well, well we're gonna we, find out. Okay. Better or worse? Sometimes Just, we don't either. Listen, you can't overthink this. It's got to be instinctual. You got to look at it and be like, oh yeah, mine. Higher low. Confidence, like, oh yeah, mine's better. All right. Better. Okay. Or you're going to look at it and be like, oh, wow, worse. Okay. Mine's worse. Okay. 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 Better or worse? You okay. ready? Yes. 
First piece of literature. Better. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, uh, there's a book. Hey, yeah, yes, that, it's a it's the, a children's story. Wait, book. Okay, Raiders of the Lost Ark. That says the storybook based on the movie, not okay. the book that the movie. No, was no, no, based. no, no, no. You're so getting too better. technical it's here. Better, you st- it's better. Your book's better than Raiders book of the Lost. Ark. Your book right, is better right, than mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Yes, or the Lost Ark, whatever. And <laughs> you don't even remember what it actually okay, is. Okay, fine. So All right, fine. You win. First round. Ready? Next one. <laughs> Aladdin and the magic carpet. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Over to the, the magic, magic lamp. lamp. So again, this is a pop up book, though. I mean, you've said it is. The, yours is not a pop up book. This Ooh. one is. Okay, we, we should do this. Uh, we should definitely Be- better or worse. Uh, okay, pop up is really cool. I'll give you that. But that's a lot of words for a kid to learn how to read with. So I'm gonna still say mine's better from okay. a learning to read standpoint. Right, Buy it on Amazon today. Leave a Does review. Disney know that it, know th- know that it exists? I don't know. I think it's based off of a Shakespeare novel, isn't it? The actual Aladdin. Aladdin. I think. Who cares? Wow. Okay. Rip off. All right. Learn something. Two for Chuck's chair. Zero for my childhood literature. Okay. Yeah. Ready? Am I, am really I hurting your childhood right now? No, no, no. I got. I the best ones have yet. So oh, okay. Okay. You previewed. Ready? Okay. The Nintendo Power Magazine. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it's better. It's way better. Your book. Are you kidding me? It's you, better. Have you even played Metroid? I, I have, and okay. it's good. Do you know that, you read... that in here, all of like the stages <laughs> are lined out? Okay. I know where to find all the that... treasures. I even have posters. Does your book have a poster? Not yet. It's in the works. And On Amazon, you can buy a copy or the ebook version, Kindle. Uh, purchase this one. Okay. Amazon, leave a review. Okay, so far... Your Euro book has no pop-ups, <laughs> no posters, and yet it's still somehow you're winning. But ideas on how to make it better, so that's okay. why I'm going to say it's All right. better because the next version. Three to zero. Ready? Okay. Scary stories to tell in the dark. Ooh. Okay, that one's better. That's tough yeah, yeah, that one's, yes. that, yeah. that hey, one messed me up. You did it? it Which, oh. yeah. What's your favorite story in here? The, the, my, my least favorite but favorite one is the one about... Isn't there like one about a scarecrow coming to life or something like that? I think that? there's a scarecrow the, one. Like there's a know. scarecrow involved in one. I've repressed all of those stories. You remember really Bloody Fingers? Do you remember yes, that one? that one was insane. Bloody Fingers. <laughs> Don't. I, yes. You should read it. Should. Okay. <laughs> so moms and dads out there, scary stories, number one on your list. Number two, Chuck's Chair. Chuck's Chair. So in order also, so far, still here's a powerful motivator. I can't believe my parents let me read that. Yeah, that was that was one that it it, it, was, it, it was. There was those books you stumbled upon in the library when you were old enough to kind of sneak stuff. That was one of the first books for me. That okay. you know, I had a like Magic Treehouse out yep. in bed, but then <laughs> when my dad went back to his room, I pulled out scary stories to tell in the dark and run it by myself, which I don't recommend. So it, is scary there any... stories underneath your mattress. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Exactly. Um. This is good. Is there anything demonic in your book? No, not at all. Okay, it's there we all, go. All right. So I would one. still recommend Chuck's Chair over Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I got two more. Okay. You can read Chuck's Chair in the Dark and okay. be happy. It's book number five, Rambo. <laughs> uh, Chuck's Chair is still better. Where are you pulling all these out these from? are based off 80s <laughs> movies. <laughs> Listen, you didn't actually. I grew up in the eighties. No, what are the words based off the movies that you like? I'm picking up. Wait, wait, open it. Read me, read me a selection from no. Tell me your favorite part of movies. Tell tell me your favorite part in that book without opening it. Without opening it. Oh, wait, wait, wait! I never read it. There you go. Next one. Share is better. This next one, I swear, I did read. He's gonna pull out the book. I swear to you, and I saw the movie 
a lot of times. <laughs> the movie, the and if, the and if you yeah. say if you say your book is better, I'm calling BS on it. Okay. Ready? Okay. Annie. My book is better. No way! No way! <laughs> the movie no is way. the movie is great. This is the original Annie, not the remakes. Okay, but this is the original Chuck's chair. This one's better. It's got a point there. All right, whatever. I got to think for Annie. <laughs> I, I, I said I appreciate the confidence yeah. in your book. You asked and for the, it. Yeah, no, I, I did. Available on That's Amazon. Leave a review. Chuck's chair. Kindle version also available. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, you had to do that Shameful because plug. chances are we wouldn't link to you in exactly. the bio or anything no, like that. No, none of that. Or, I've re- I'm know, really fighting it. for yeah. all the mentions here. A- absolutely. Um, um, Amazon, Chuck Share, C-H-U-C-K apostrophe S, Share. So, but I thought when we Googled Chuck's Share on, yeah. or Chuck's Share on Amazon, other things come up. That was, okay, that was originally. Focus on incontinence. Well, yeah. it was If you want diapers, Google Chuck's Share. If you Chuck's want chair. diapers or there was a squatty potty involved. So when it first came out, if you looked up Chuck's Share on Amazon, the book did not come up. But now if you look up Chuck's Share or Gunnar Rogers, it'll be the first thing to come up. All right, good. Okay. All right, not Chunk's Chair. Not Chuck's, Chunk's Chair or Chuck's, Chuck's Char. Chuck's chair. Chuck's chair. You gotta, you gotta be able to spell people. Yeah, it's also the possessive Chuck's, not Chuck's mo- like plural. So. Okay, I, I'm gonna let's be real. There's some parts of this book that I really love. Okay, so, so and the rest of it's trash. Just kidding. Well, I, I love mean, it. You <laughs> saw his book selections. Don't be too uh, flattered. Uh, uh, You're right up there with Annie and Rambo. Okay, um, question go, one. Who's yeah. Chuck? So Chuck. I mean, it really was just. This idea, you know, of the carpenter, and I don't know if it was, like, the innocence or the oblivion of really having never written a story. So one of the first challenges was naming a character, and the low-hanging fruit was how much wood could a wood chuck uh-huh. And so Chuck, and then also thought, well, it's also my now father-in-law's uh, name is Chuck, and we call him Chuckles, and thought, well, that'd be a cool homage to so it's it's a bit of the two um so yeah it, but the first thought was huh chuck wood chuck it's wood carpenter chuck oh also father-in-law chuck read it to my kids yeah you know let's get away to kiss up to the father-in-law yeah, yeah like exactly okay. nailed it well played mm-hmm. what stood out to you in this book well so Zachary? okay one of the things right from the bat you're talking about the creative journey you see this carpenter go out into the woods and he's like hand picking the tree and everything is purposeful and when he's doing it, he's finding joy in it. I mean, there's just something to like, it's not easy work. It's still hard work. It's still gruesome. Like it's still manual labor, but because he's passionate about it, because it aligns with his purpose, because he has vision for what it's going to become, like he enjoys the entire process. And so finding the thing that can be hard, but you still love to do. Yeah. You did a brilliant job of describing that piece of it. Cause that's the first thing that stood out to me. We're not often thinking about the creator and the joy and intent he has mm-hmm. in the entire process, not just the end result of what we might do for him. That's not, it's not about that, mm-hmm. right? It's about the joy in him thinking about the possibilities, the joy in him imagining what could be, the joy of him creating and bringing to life and carefully selecting every aspect of who we are. And then finally, the joy of, of seeing us wrestle with and eventually own who we were created to be. Mm-hmm. Like all of that, as an adult, I read that and I'm 
part of me is just like put at peace, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. like, no, I do have a father in heaven. I do have a dad who loves and sees me that way and was that intent from beginning to end. And that is not something most kids in America grow up ever thinking about. Yeah. Even even parents. And I, and I think right. that was, A, it actually truly means the world to me that both of y'all have those words to say about it already. Mm-hmm. So thank you for even reading it and taking the time to think about what it all means. Like from both of you, that means so much. Um, but that was one of the cool things about really refining the story because I think that is maybe a bit of, it was a bit of what made it a little bit easier to write as far as the idea of children's book author, but realizing parents are reading this. There, there are adults who have fornicated and produced a child. Like the, these are most likely a much somewhat mature or experienced. Threw me off. Yeah. I, I didn't know how to put it. Um, Fair. But I ju- just meaning that there are people with experience in this life reading this book mm-hmm. to an innocent child. And mm-hmm. I, I want for mm-hmm. them to have something from this too mm-hmm. so that either it's it's impactful for them or, you know, in 10 years when they're referencing this book because now I've gone to high school and been told that I'm not pretty enough or I'm not athletic enough, I'm not enough. It would be so cool to see how God can can work in a parent and an adult, but also a kid's life together in that yep. way. Yep. Um, and, and just wanting so badly for people to ha- have the peace of being made. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we feel like we're not complete, and I think we're even told from the church we're not complete, mm-hmm. and I think that's sometimes well-intended, but there's a reality that we're made already. We're, mm-hmm. We are exactly as we were intended to be. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's good. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it because like one, I could preach a whole sermon series on this, but also it's a simple enough concept that, you know, I think about it in my day to day and I read it to my kid. So it's cool. Yeah. Shout yeah. out Eli. Yeah. yeah. Shout out. Oh, he didn't know what's going on, but yeah, I get it. He's, he's super. Oh, he knows. One of the concepts that I really, really dig is, yeah, Chuck's view of the chair, like his vision for the chair never changed. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. the chair's understanding mm-hmm. of how Chuck had made him. Mm-hmm. And so that was the second part, like just talking about comparison, mm-hmm. being a thief of joy, like mm-hmm. the chair's understanding of his design, his unique purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a, so, so that's, yeah, exactly. And that was captured again, so brilliantly and you identify it with it, no matter how old you are. It's like, wow, yes, I, I wrestle with comparing the way I was created to everybody else wishing I served that purpose or that purpose or that purpose or that purpose and never finding contentment Mm -hmm. in my own value Mm -hmm. and purpose. And it's like a never ending, you know, race. Mm -hmm. And so that that was, okay. So time out. If you were a piece of furniture based off your (laughs) identity purpose, like what piece of furniture would you be? Uh, Wow. I think in this season of life, like this might be more of a seasonal answer, or a seasonal answer, coffee table. I, I feel, I just feel like uh, I love coffee eh, and making coffee, but also love hosting people. And I, I feel like people congregate around the coffee table at the end of the day or to start the morning to have those first thoughts or have those ending day thoughts. And I think those are my favorite parts of the day. So if, if I could be a piece of furniture that was just there for that or providing that, definitely a coffee table. Oh, no doubt a bed because there's <laughs> there's you, times to dog. be easy, rest, and there's times to get busy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I so love that. Dude, it's, your wife it's is multifunctional. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you a are you a firm mattress or a soft mattress? 
Oh, well, you know, I used to be a firm mattress when I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> These days, I got a pillow top. Is that going to get the hey, E? Is that going to be what gets us the E on this one? Is that, no, I said pillow top mattress. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're I right. mean, listen, when you go to Google this podcast in the future, you can put in Chuck's chair or you can put in fornication, pedophile. <laughs> yeah. A lot of different ways will route you back to this podcast. Welcome to yes. Church Misfits. Yeah. Wide viewership. Wait, what would your, your furniture be? Yeah. I was I was thinking about that, um, and until you said the bed thing, I was like, man, I'd be like a like a down pillow, like you just cuddle up, you know, rest. But you could also have pillow fights. Ooh. But yeah, I think I need to change my answer now. <laughs> answer now. Um, a throw pillow on the couch. Who? A very comfortable throw pillow on the couch. No, no, I hate throw pillows. Uh, well, I mean, I, I don't d- see any purpose. Do you hate in them throw or you don't pillows. understand them? I, don't, I just don't understand. I judge them because I don't understand them. Okay. Yeah. I want to get to my favorite line in yeah. this book, but I'm not sure you wrote it, so I'm not sure if I should. What? Because <laughs> it's on the back cover. And oh. a lot of times authors no, don't I, write the back e- cover. Everything you, you wrote read, the back I cover? wrote the back cover. I wrote that. Okay, all right. Then I got to, this, this last two sentences, a close call, but it's still good. And props to whoever wrote it. You know the um, part of your book I really like? <laughs> that you didn't <laughs> write? That you didn't write. <laughs> well, you didn't uh. write it, so it's all good. I probably should have asked you before we went that live. That was almost like, you know, you know hey. my favorite part of this book is the one part that you had nothing to do with. Yeah. And it's this one. Like, I gotta read this. Okay. I don't want. I don't want. Make you read it, cause maybe I'll Which, cry if you read it. Ooh. Just that last paragraph. The last. So the last. The last paragraph, paragraph on the back of the book. Go ahead. <laughs> this is a story for all of us to remind us that we are the delightful work of a master craftsman. To remind you that all you ever have to be is you. Everyone else is already taken. That's brilliant. Mm. I have never heard it put that way before. Like, all you ever have to be is you because everybody else is already taken. Mm-hmm. That appeals to my logic and what little emotion I have still <laughs> left in me. Both of them. I love that. I like, yeah. So, I, wrote, I wrote it for you, Jeff. Yeah. So I want you to say that when you sign this for me <laughs> in, in a few minutes. I will. I I'll do that. that in there. Oh. This is good. Okay. So did we cover everything? Yeah. I mean, it's a kid's book. How long could it be? <laughs> That's fair. It, it is not. 28 pages. Available on Amazon. It's, it's a quick Shut read, share, but something you can unpack review. forever. He has a, he has a combo pack. <laughs> what just happened? <laughs> So while they laugh, there's only four reviews on Amazon right now. This only happened once before. (laughs) Hey, he has a combo pack where you can get incontinence diapers and the book all in one. Squatty potty. Swoop. I'm going to remember that line for a long time. I am. I told you. Did we cover everything? There was tears when we read this book. Did we cover everything? It's a children's book. How long can it be? I can write the inside <laughs> cover if you want. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, All right. Well, if you like this, uh, we're going to be uh, getting some videos out there. Are you actually reading the book? Yeah. To my sure. teenagers. That, and they will love it. They will love every they second. Are. Also, they if are. you want yeah. your teenager to read it, Amazon.com. Uh, yeah. Chuck's chair search. Hmm. It'll right. it'll look like this. Yeah. Kindle version available too. All right. Before we go, um, I think you need to plug the book. <laughs> Have you plugged the book yet? Yeah, uh, <laughs> How do we get this book? So there's a couple ways to get the book. 
Shut up, man. We heard it enough. On Amazon. Right, listen. You've been listening to the Badass Book Club. Um, oh. A brainchild of Zachary David Tinney. That idea. Who does not want to take credit for it no. because it has the word ass in it. But, um, but we, if you like this and like to suggest a book for us to review. And plug. Uh, hit us hey, up. And plug. What about Rambo? Maybe Andy. Andy. I mean, I, I want to. We want to be able to speak to the author. Let's so, if, if Sly wants to come on and talk to us about Rambo, we will gladly. I feel like the him. authors of all your old books are dead. I feel like that none of those books were actually books. Okay, we, Joe likes pictures. Listen, <laughs> we we got other stuff to do here, so we need to move on. And um, one more plug for uh, you know Spotify, Amazon. In case they want to hook us up with a hundred million. To be exclusive on their platform. That's like well, Joe I Rogan. I saw that earlier, yeah. and I immediately thought I need to send this to Zach so that we can Photoshop your face onto Joe's face and say Joe. Yeah, Elliot. Elliot podcast. Podcast. Right. A hundred million. All right. Five zeros. All right. Thank you, Connor. This okay, could be the episode. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much for real. This has been awesome. Yeah. Amazon. Check share. Leave a review. For more free content from Joe and his team of church misfits, visit www.catalystcollective.community.